brighten your day. Tune in or call in at 347-826-9424. We look forward to fellowshipping with you. Welcome to My Gospel Soul with none other than your host, Pastor Jay, coming to you live from Houston, Texas. To God be the glory for the great things that he has done. We here again. Hallelujah. He woke us up this morning and gave us a brand new day. We're here again, y'all. Look, man, let me tell you, that's something to get excited about. So just want to welcome you all to the show. Those that are listening live and those that are listening in the archives, uh, that is, you know, in the playback. I just want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Yesterday we started a topic about the home, family, and I, I didn't uh, do a, do a, a specific topic per se, but I kind of hit on some scriptures that you can use, uh, you know, as as references, as uh, hints and clues, and all that good stuff. So I want to encourage you to go back, play that show back. I'll be dropping some scriptures on the home today so that you can take those and use them wisely we're gonna get the show started when we come back we're gonna get into the weather so let me see what i can play for you today and yoshi no this is not about you this is about the lord okay so so we're gonna start off with today is joining me by your very own pastor
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> oh my God, welcome back. We're going to get into our weather in just a few minutes. Uh, praise God, because let me tell y'all something. I, when I got up this morning, I got up early because I called myself, girl, you need to start getting up early. So I got up early and came out of my room because that's another thing. I got to get up and out of, out of the bed and out of my room, came into the living room Sat down with me and my little cuddly little Yoshi, the one that you hear that wants to be live in the background. Uh, sat on the sofa, turned on the news, and when I woke up, <laughs> listen, was still, still went to sleep. Still went to sleep. And I'm telling you, uh, <laughs> got up, looked out the door. And figured out, okay, because it was raining. Let me tell y'all something. I'm one of them sleepyheads when it's raining. And look, <laughs> so, uh, listen, got, still got up late. How about that? It's Friday. Come on, somebody get happy about it. Uh, y'all know that today is February the 16th, 2024. You think you'd ever be saying that? Cloudy. Patchy fog late this morning. Showers likely late. Uh, late this morning as well. Did a chance of showers this afternoon where we are right now. Highs in the upper 60s. South winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. The chance of rain is at 70%. For tonight, cloudy with a 20% chance of showers. It's going to be a little cooler with lows in the upper 40s. Southwest winds 5 to 10 miles per hour with gusts up to 20 miles per hour increasing to the north. From 15 to 20 miles per hour with gusts going in this gust thing. <laughs> with gusts up to 30 miles per hour. Let's see what's happening for the weekend. Because it's the weekend, baby. All right, it's been mostly cloudy Saturday morning. Much colder with highs in the lower 50s. North winds 15 to 20 miles per hour with gusts up to 30 miles per hour. For Saturday night, part of the cloudiness in the evening, then clearing up cooler with lows in the mid-30s. North winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. And for Sunday, sunny highs in the upper 50s. North winds around 5 miles per hour. And for that night, clear lows in the upper 30s. So it's going to be cold outside. Please wear your jacket. I don't want want you to get frosted. Come on. Hallelujah. You're listening to My Gospel Soul where we're breaking the yoke of bondage through the power of the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And here is your favorite statement. My Gospel Soul. Favorite statement. God favors me today. God honors me today. I am a success today. I have God's special favor on me today. He makes his face to shine upon me today. He is gracious to me today. I am someone very special with the Lord. I like people and they like me. I am flowing in God's love and others are receiving healing, 
both in mind and body, through my life and ministry. I am growing in the Lord. I am waxing strong in spirit. I am growing in wisdom, and I have favor with God and man. I obtain favor in the sight of all who look upon me. I shall have favor today with people. I will meet nice people today. I shall have good relationships with people today. I shall favor and honor others today. I will be a blessing to the Lord. I will be a blessing to others. I am a person of prayer. God is bringing me into favor and success today. Confess favor with people, businesses, your family, friends, city, boss, and co-workers, and everyone you come in contact with. This has been My Gospel Soul's favorite statement. God bless. It's all. 
Dance Like David by your very own Pastor Jay. Listen, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to know that God has his hands on you. <laughs> Man, don't get discouraged. Listen, we all go through storms. Amen. But it's about how you, uh, it's about your attitude during the storm. It's about, amen, what are you going to learn from the storm? What, what are you going to uh, pick up during that storm that's going to be valuable to the rest of your life? Amen. Hallelujah. And we just thank God, amen, for bringing us to the other side of some situations before. And if he did it before, we got to know that he will do it again. Hallelujah. So I tell you what, I'm going to play another song, um, Father. Amen. And then I want you to just, <laughs> hallelujah, I want you to just sit there and listen to the word. Amen. And if you agree with me, you agree with me, praise God. Amen. Then just lift your hands. Amen. And know that God is in full control and he got your back.
Welcome back to My Gospel Soul, where we're breaking the yoke of bondage through the power of the Word of God. So we've been going over, we've been doing the topic home. <laughs> we've been doing the topic home and just handing out a couple of um, scriptures. I say handing out because we can use these scriptures for resources when it comes to the household. Amen. And and what the Bible, amen, says about marriage and says about, amen, what we should be doing or gives us basis or foundation, amen, on how to um, be in a godly marriage, praise God. And I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> it ain't for the faint of a heart, praise God, amen. So I always tell people, praise God, you got to know your mate. You got to know your spouse. So the word of God says you got to live with each other, praise God, in in understanding, praise God, and knowledge. You got to know each other, praise God. And sometimes when we when we get the teaching on the household, that we leave that out, amen. But that's important, praise God, to know, amen. If if you and I'm talking to you, if you are a Christian, praise God, how. Um, how we're supposed to love each other, how we're supposed to respect each other and honor each other in the household. I find a lot of conversations that people have are more about who run things, who run things and who, you know, who's in charge. Uh, But once we, if we can settle down, get in the word and hear the, the, you know, the whole matter, you know, how, God is concerned about how we treat and love one another, praise God, amen, um, then the honor and the leadership and the everything will fall in line, but you first got to, you, you first got to love and respect each other, amen, so I want to go into talking about, because yesterday I, I read about Proverbs 18 and 22, amen, so today I want to get a little into the husbands and wives, right? The duty of the husband, the duty of the wife. And I'm just talking about biblical principle uh, that can be applied. Not Now, and I do want you to watch your attitude behind it because a lot of us, we all, well, the word say it, you need to, and we got an attitude that is disrespectful. But we take the word and we use it to beat and 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 badger our mate, but I, I just want to get give this to you. Uh, they don't have to be with you, praise God. They don't have to. I know we want to feel like you have to deal with my stuff and you have to, but I say that because when people when people get married. You know, it's saying that I vow, you know, I willingly vow, right, to walk this path, walk this life out with you in partnership. Uh, I willingly, amen, um, vow to to make you a priority in my life. Hallelujah. Amen. And so as we get into this i want to pray father god in the mighty name of jesus we thank you thank you for your grace and your mercy father god we ask you father god to help us on today amen as we go through this word amen help us to apply it help us to 
get a word, a rich word from it that will help us be better to the person that we are with, the person that has made a decision that they will walk out this life with us. Help us, Father God, to know what compromise is, praise God, to know what uh, respect is and honor. And we thank you for it right now in your son Jesus' name. Okay, so looking at Genesis 2 and, and 23, and Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. She shall become woman because she was taken taken out of man. Hallelujah. Adam, um, Adam, I, I use word, I'm going to use it. Adam, Adam felt a sense of ownership, praise God, not in a manner of slavery, not in a manner, because sometimes people, oh, I own you. No, 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 no. Adam was saying, you came from me. It was more of a respect. It was more of an honor. It was more of a, of a, a uh, celebration of, of who she was internally, praise God, amen. You're a bone of my bone. You are a part of me, flesh of my flesh, praise God. And I think this is an important scripture that should be read, amen, uh, before both uh, the man and woman, before they get into marriage, praise God, understanding how deep that is, praise God. And if you go into other studies over in, I believe it's Peter, Amen, which we'll get to in just a few minutes. Uh, it will tell you, amen, uh, some things that are nece- that that that'll you know hopefully regulate your mindset when it comes to, amen, your mate. Praise God. Looking in Genesis, um, looking in Genesis two and twenty four. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Now, y'all notice that we read that, uh, praise God, over in, let's see. We read that over in, we read that over yesterday uh, when we were talking about marriage, praise God. And and now here it is again in my study, praise God, because it's important, amen, for us to understand, amen, that God wants that husband and wife, amen, to pay, to, uh, to separate themselves, amen, uh, from their mother and their father and the ways that their parents did things so that God can establish them as a couple, establish them as a family, establish them as a lineage, establish them, praise God, hallelujah, uh, as they build, praise God. And sometimes, praise God, uh, and I talked about this yesterday, Sometimes we so caught up with what my mama did, what my daddy did, and what my this, that, and the other. And God really wants you walking as a clean slate. Amen. Hallelujah. Which is hard for a lot of people to do because you, you, 
mimic what you learned or you what you saw. Praise God. And so it may seem like it's something hard to do, but actually, praise God, when you surrender completely to God, you, your husband, and your marriage, before before it begins, you're 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 saying, God, take the reins, Lord. We put you in full control, Lord. We don't want no more. I, huh? Come on, I, no more us, Father God. No more me and just me and her. But Lord, we need you. We understand that without you, praise God, that this is not going to work. She has her views. I have my views. She has her ways of doing things. I have my ways of doing things. But, Lord, Lord God, as we give our marriage over to you, as we as we abandon the ways of our parents and abandon the ways, you know, of, of, of other folks, and we cleave to you and each, and we cleave to each other. We ask you, Father God, to get us wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in you. Amen. That we may love each other right. That we may seek your face. That we may pray together. That that we may um, stand as a a a as a uh, statue, as a as a monument of your undying love. As we, Amen. Uh, you know, go forward in this thing together. Praise God. Amen. Because you have to become one. And when Adam was speaking, he had to understand, hey, this is a part of me. Praise God. Look at this. In uh, Proverbs 5 and 18, it says, let thy foundation be blessed and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Uh, Amen. um, Ecclesiastes 9 and 9. Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of thy life of thy vanity which he hath given thee under the sun all the days of thy vanity for that for that is thy portion in this life and in thy labor which thou takest under the sun amen hallelujah glory to god ephesians 5 and 25, husbands, love your wife, even as Christ also loved the church, and he gave himself for it. Woo, that was that was a deep one right there, praise God. Love your wife as Christ loved the church, amen, uh, as Christ gave his life, praise God. Christ gave his life, he suffered, he he went through, praise God, amen. He came down off of a pedestal, became a servant. My God, hallelujah. He, The sacrifice, praise God, that he made for his people, praise God. God says that you, the word says that that is the approach you should take when it comes to your wife, glory to God. And a lot of times we don't want to hear that, praise God. My way or the highway, uh, doing my, you know, and, and we don't understand that God did not, put you two together for you to rule over her as a tyrant praise god but to understand that you are now in service to her you are now praise god in a position praise god where she looks to you for the things that she needs you know back in the day you got married out of your father's house praise god amen the person wanted to marry you they went to your father Praise God, and your father gave you away. Amen. (laughs) 
Your father said, I approve. Because now this man, for what your father used to do in your life, now this man does it. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, which is, is, is hard for a lot of uh, men to understand. Amen. Maybe because they didn't have an example or, may, you know, or whatever the reasoning is. Praise God. But you are, God has given you a, a command. Praise God. He has given you instruction. Praise God. In First in Peter 3 and 7, it says, likewise, ye husbands. We're talking about the duties of the husband right now. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife. Also unto the also unto the weaker vessels, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Praise God. Now I'm finna. I got to break that down for you because I honestly, Amen. Think that we we this sometimes because it's a lot in there. Uh, because you have to get in a humble mindset. Praise God to be able, amen, to handle what God is saying right here. I mean, what the word is saying right here. Amen. So let's read it again. I'm going to post it uh, for some on um, on Facebook. I'm also going to put it in the description. Because I'm just going to be real with you. You know, it's not easy. Amen. And in the, in the new, uh, in the national version, it says, Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wife and treat them with respect as a weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Amen. I'm posting it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. This is and and when we get to a place where we understand, Amen, that, that you know, how important it is, Amen, to really hear what God is really saying uh to us right here. Amen. Then a lot of things we do will change. Praise God. A lot of things we do will change the way that we talk to each other, the way that we handle each other, especially calling ourselves men and women of God. Hallelujah. The way we talk to each other, respond to each other. Praise God. Amen. We'll change that. Glory to God. I'm not saying that it's easy. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's easy. Glory to God. So I went over to First Peter because I wanted to read through this thoroughly. Amen. And and as I get ready to post it, I wanted to read through it thoroughly. Praise God. So we can really, really hear, amen, what it is saying. Praise God. So it's saying, it starts off in verse 1, 1 Peter 1. It says, likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands. This is the duty of the wife. Be in subjection to your own husband, praise God. That means your husband. That ain't confusing. That means your husband. This is not talking about your mama's husband, which is your father. It's not talking about your, your first lady's husband, which is your pastor. It's not talking about, I just want to make it plain to you. 
praise God. Your husband comes first, praise God. And it's a hard thing for for a lot of women, praise God, amen, because you want to be right in our sight of God. You want to go to church. You want to do all these different things, amen, but your household has to be, praise God, in order, amen. It says that if any obey not the word, they shall also they shall also may without the word be won by the conversations of the wives. Amen. You'll be won <laughs> by the conversation of the wives. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. Watch this. It's telling you that your humbleness, come on, it's telling you, amen, that your submission or your subjection, amen, to your husband, praise God, brings favor upon your life. Come on. It brings favor upon your life. And a lot of people say, well, I didn't. I'm talking about people who are, who are in the marriage for real. <laughs> I'm talking about you married for real. You ain't worried about other folks' conversations. Your eyes and your husband's eyes are locked in. Your your mind is locked in. And your your goal, praise God, is to love one another, praise God, and be successful at the covenant that you made with each other. I'm talking to those people, praise God. Because there's some people in marriage, they're looking for a fight. They're looking for the ball to drop. They're looking for you to mess up. They come in the marriage in a defense mode in a fight mode, in a, you know, I was talking to, to this young man and he was, he was handling me a certain way. And I told him, I said, why, why do you have so much fight in you in such a peaceful situation? Why are you, why are you constantly fighting? Why are you constantly, you know, the replies are defensive. And sometimes people are still fighting a battle from a past relationship. They still fight. So when you walk in and you're trying to be in a relationship with a person who has not healed from some things or who haven't came out of battle mode, <laughs> amen, it'll seem like you're in a constant tug of war of words of defense. Uh, you ever been in a conversation with somebody and, and you say one thing and they pull things out instead of, you know, hearing the whole conversation, they, oh, you so out, you know, and you so, you trying to figure out how can you get through to this person? That person needs to be healed. That person's mind needs to be renewed. That person needs to, to get, to, uh, to be delivered from the things that happened to them in their past, or they can't hear you. They can't be subject to you. They can't, because they're still in a mode from, past stuff that still hurt a lot of anger and conversation between between spouses come from anger and hurt from past stuff or anger and hurt from the person that they're with and you'll find out it's hard for a woman to submit or to uh to have respect for you if when they're mad or when you've done something that 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 is totally broken the covenant it's hard for her to respect you. It's hard for her to be in subjection to you. It's hard. But healing has to take place. I'm just throwing some nuggets out there for you. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. Again. While they behold, 
<laughs> your chase conversation coupled with fear. The hug you find favor with your husband, you find you he you find that it's easy for it's easy to talk to him when you have humbled yourself. You know, and I know people why I got to humble myself and why he can't humble. Okay, who's more important? What's more important here? Is it the preservation of the marriage or is it the preservation of you being right? The preservation of of you winning or the, uh, you getting the last word. This is this is one of the most major problems in a relationship. People become selfish. People become me, me, me. I learned a long time ago. Praise God. When I start putting my eye, putting uh, my attention on myself over my spouse, and that my and my spouse begins to do the same. That that it's not going to work. It's going to fall to pieces. I don't care if you go to counseling. I don't care what you do. Until you go to God and until both people armor themselves and come out of self-mode and get back into couple, come on, back into that's my husband, that's my wife, back into us, it's going to be hard. It's going to be, it used to be a song when we, when I was coming up, uh, and I was in the world, you know, they say you're headed for self-destruction, self-destruction, you're headed for self-destruction. When you become selfish in a marriage, when you walk away from us to we, I heard a lady say, well, I figured out that I wasn't getting what I need. I figured out that he wouldn't do, but when both people are focused in on each other, guess what? The wife is taking care of the husband, and the husband's taking care of the wife. Is no then it's, it it stays a we function like a well oiled machine because now I'm listening to her because my desire and that's in the word. Your it says a husband. It says the husband's desire would be to the wife, and the wife's desire would be to the husband. Right. So so when both of you understand that I need to focus in on my spouse, I need to focus in on my mate. I'm gonna need to focus in on the one that's gonna take care of me when I get old. The one that's gonna I'm gonna hug and love on. We both gonna teeth might fall out. You got you know, we both look. When I realize that I need to invest care into my person, right? Hallelujah. And it 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 binds it binds you. It makes you so it it puts you on a whole nother level when you realize that I need to be his cheerleader, I need to be, come on, uh, I, and then guess what, and this is if you with the one that God put in your life, because I talked to you about that yesterday, the word of God says what God put together that no man put asunder, we talking about, we're talking about the marriages God put together, I know somebody mad because I said that, but the marriages that God put together, amen. Hallelujah. When you begin to focus in on each other, you begin to say, uh, when you become selfless, come on. Hallelujah. I watch my mom get up in the mornings and, I mean, early in the morning. I don't know if she was a morning person or not, but I know she got up, she would iron my daddy's pants, she would uh, get his, his lunch would be ready, and she'd get him out the door to work. When he got home, it was food ready. He could take a shower. He could sit down in his seat. Right? Now, 
she had eight kids. <laughs> she had eight kids, but the one relationship I saw her nurture was her marriage. Okay, she she look. My dad would work out of town. My older sister had to be in charge because mom was going to see her husband. <laughs> you know, and so we, you have to. I hear. And I know we, oh, I got to go to church, you know, he, you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so your husband, both of y'all go to church together. Baby, will be praying for you at church. Now, some people are married to a man, don't go to church all the time. He loves God, but he don't go to church all the time. You can't be preaching to him at home and preaching and all that. No, the Bible said, we're still in this verse. Uh it says, if any obey not the word, they also by may without the word be won by the conversation of the world. Why they, it says that your chaste conversation, it says for you, for, you to under, for you to be in subjection to your own husband means that you are to honor him. It means that if he says, baby, stay at home with me. And some, some nights, some of them nights, you know your husband had a hard day, you need to miss church. You need to take care of home. You need to make sure you're in right standing at home. What sense does it make for you to be at church falling all out on the altar, serving and the pastor telling you what to do the, the the you know, and you you can be in subjection to the pastor, but you can't be in subjection to your husband. You have to learn how to be in subjection to your husband. Your husband is the investment. Come on. Your husband is the investment. Come on, amen. And why and then when you or if you are taking care of home and take care of him, let me tell you something. My mom was taking care of home, taking care of the kids and doing what she could. Guess what? Daddy was making sure gas was in in the the van. If the van was, he didn't drive the nice car. She did. <laughs> she got to go to church. He knows she got to go to church. Come on. But his food was cooked. His clothes was washed. And I'm not saying that, that his household should be set up. I don't want you to go telling your wife, wash my clothes. You better get me on. I want you to understand what I'm saying. I'm saying she took care of her husband and her husband took care of her. She never have to wonder where she was going to live. Never have to wonder, you know, what she was going to eat. Never, none of that. They had to put each other first. <sighs> Verse 3, whose adorning, let it not be the outward adorning of paint, of plaiting the hair and of wearing of gold and of putting on apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God a great price. And, and we all know why it's a great price, because it's hard for, for people, for, for some women. <laughs> I'm sorry, because <laughs> I mean I went through a time it was hard for me to shut up. It was hard for me to be quiet <laughs> because I had some anger going on. I was disgruntled about some things, and 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 it was some lacking on my on my mate's part to take to handle different things. Remember, I said if you caring about a person and that, and that person's caring about you, then it doesn't leave room for the enemy. Guess what? The enemy got in there somewhere. But when you get to this place that we're talking about right now, where where 
you're not trying to dress it up and you're not trying to make it about what you're wearing or what your hair or whatever about your beauty. You're trying to make sure that you are loving from a place, uh, from a uh, from a, a, a pure place, an incorruptible place, which is your heart, praise God. And then that when you love from that place, that, that like I told somebody the other day, when you love for real, it's a line you won't cross. You might get in an argument. You might, you might, you know, get in a little in a disagreement with each other. But it's a line that you will not cross. Come on, it's the same thing with. Uh, uh, and I want to tell y'all this: when y'all get a peaceful woman, and you know you out of line, and she's still having, she's still having went off on you, or disrespected you, called you out your name, and none of that. You got to keep. <laughs> you got to keep. And it's the same thing about a man. You know, he get upset and and he 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 leave. He come back. He apologize and he get himself together and all that. Y'all need. That means that y'all still got that space to work on things. I always tell people when a woman stop talking, you it's some trouble. Come on, it's some trouble. When she stop telling you, baby, you know, can you do this, baby? When you did this, this, baby, would you, you know? But when she stopped telling you the thing and you still with that foolishness, I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> and and look, don't frown on counseling. Don't frown on getting a mediator. I can't even say that too much. Don't frown on getting with your pastor and, and letting him be there to help y'all sift through things. Because sometimes you can't hear each other again because something happened or Y'all went through something or or and and you never healed from that or you never addressed it. So and and women know it. Sometimes we got an attitude with you because three months ago you did this and it changed the way I looked at you. So now when you talk to me, I can't hear you because I'm because I can't hear you clearly because I'm I'm listening through you through what you did two weeks <laughs> two weeks ago. So we got to we you. It's time to sit down with somebody so we can. Uh, uh, dig through that so we can get that out the way so that you can hear your husband so you can hear your wife <laughs> oh my goodness for after this manner in the old time the holy woman also who trusted in God adorned themselves being in subjection unto their own husbands they adorned themselves they adorned themselves with it they adorn themselves with being subject to their own husbands. You know, <laughs> it was it was a part of their apparel. <laughs> it was a part of their makeup. It was part of their their uh, um, what they put on to be to be subject to their husbands. Girl, I gotta go. My 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 husband. Girl, let me get off this phone. My husband's on the way home. They 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 found joy in it. Praise girl, listen, I got to cook him something to eat, girl. I'm, and then I want to say this. If you're trying to be in a successful marriage, you got to be around folks that want to be in a successful marriage, too. You can't, look, you want, you, oh, well, uh, so-and-so said, you got to be careful who you surround yourself with when you marry. First of all, they need to be married. <laughs> First of all, you need, you need a group of ladies, and then you need to be, and not just married, but happily married. Not just happily married, but subject to their husband. So that you can be subject to your husband. 
Yeah, you can't you if you if you want to stay married, you gotta be around folk just trying to stay married. Come on. And sometimes people that's married, some people that's around you, they married, but they don't want to be married. They they didn't got so disgruntled in the marriage that they into the stuff that they ain't got enough courage to do in their marriage. They put on you, and there you doing. Come on. I'm telling you about transfer of spirits. <laughs> They ain't both, they, uh, I, come on, if I was you, no, they if they wouldn't have did it. They won't leave their husband and do all the stuff they trying to get you to do. You won't be in people's business. I try not to. It says, praise God. Let's see where we at. Five, we're on verse six. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well and are not afraid with any amazement. It's saying you, Sarah obeyed Abraham, and she didn't think it was a robbery to obey Abraham, her husband. She didn't think, she she adorned herself with, I mean, and, and some people just, oh, you obey your husband? And they look at it like it's a stain or something, or like it's just a, a fault. It's not. It's not. It says as long as you as long as you uh, do these things, you are daughters of uh, of Sarah. As long as you do well and you and you, let me just say this: submission or being sub, in subjection to your husband is not a a flaw. I help you, Lord. It's not a flaw. This person over here may decide to be a business mogul, never marry and play the field with men and do what they want to do. That's their business. You got to know what your marriage called for. You got to know what you, and you got to be honest about it. Because there's a lot of women say, I don't want to be married. I don't have to be married. And they talking out of pain. And there's some, they just, they feel that way. But it's some that's talking out of pain and they really would love to be married. They really would love to be in a good relationship. It's just they have been hurt and they have been trampled on and they have, you know, so they're speaking out of that place. But it's some women that that if when when they are not completely healed, but when they are on that road to healing, you get to pulling off that pain and pulling off that bitterness and pulling off that abandonment and by the time you uh by the time you pull off all those garments and you're able to adorn yourself come on amen hallelujah amen with a pure heart and 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 you'll be able to see clearly you know what you want now come on i tell people i don't give up on love yeah i may have went through some stuff and stuff may have didn't work out praise god but i still believe that god is able Amen. Hallelujah. Seven says, likewise, ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife. So he, he he took us through everything the wife was supposed to do. Then he brought us to this place. He said, okay, but likewise, ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, also unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life. That your prayers be not hindered. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having having compassion one of another. All right? 
Come on now. Hallelujah. Oh, this has been a good study today, a good talk. I guess you could say, oh, my time is almost up. Well, I love you today. We read from 1 Peter 3. Amen. Go there, read it, study it. Amen. Hallelujah. See what the Lord says to you. Praise God. Amen. And I believe that God is going to, amen, hallelujah, deliver you from some things as you read through that. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So do not, amen, look, go, check it out. Don't pass it up. You know, if God is tugging on your spirit to do it, praise God, then do it. Amen. Do it. Sometimes we know the right way to go, but because, again, we've been through so much, it's hard for us to humble ourselves. If we didn't talk, no, we didn't say it, oh, what we ain't going to do with it. But listen, it's okay. Humble yourself. Amen. If you truly desire, amen, a relationship that the way that God meant for it to be or the way the word of God said for it to be, then it's never too late to start from scratch. Come on. Hallelujah. I want you to know, amen, that without faith it's possible to please God, but with God, all things are possible. Who cares? God cares. Look, trust God. Humble yourself and be subject in subjection to your own husband. 